What's up? I'm Frank. This is Tom. And, and this, this is the, the Frank, Frank and Tom, Tom Show. September 2020. Shit show of a year. Episode one. Please listen. I have nothing to say. All right. What's up, everybody? Anybody checking in? I'm sure you probably already know who's putting this together. But I'm Frank. Oh, and this is Tom. Um, and this is the Frank and Tom Show. You know, um... Both of us have been talking for quite a few years. Tom and I have worked together, known each other since we were children, but for a few years now been talking about putting together a podcast. So, um, you know, just to talk about various topics, to have guests on, to feature people, to see what they think about shit. Because I think what we think about things is uh, is uh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you know, words. I, we're just here to. I'm just here to talk. Uh, I talk a lot, so um, hopefully we can talk our way through this. Yeah, yeah, but that's not all. We are mu- <laughs> we're musicians. You know, we got. Um, uh, uh, the the point is 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 uh, you know we want to feature some some other folks too, and and um, uh, you know pass the buck along as well. Um, so, uh, basically what I wanted to drive this one about was just Tom himself introduce Tom, our next episode. I think we'll do a little bit more about me, have Tom do some questions to me, but I want to ask Tom a few questions just, um, about music and stuff like that. But first, you know, in general, I think, uh, like the way Tom and I's dynamic is, it's kind of funny just having known each other for so damn long. I think on a lot of different issues, we do not see eye to eye, but we still make it through the day, you know, (laughs) or we'll still make it through this friendship and we'll still call each other, check in, help each other out and stuff. Um, But we've we've kind of always worked that out elegantly, you know, and I think people are fucking losing that, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, Maybe losing a grip on that a little bit. Um, So that brings a good dynamic, and I think why... um, Tom and I together on a podcast would be just something kind of uh, fun. So we'll see where it goes anyways. But uh, for starters, Tom, like, you know, when did you introduce yourself to music? How did you introduce yourself to music? You're a hip-hop artist. Um, I've had the pleasure of producing numerous songs. Um, Man, you've been doing it for a really long time. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I've always been a big fan of music. I've been obviously listening to music my whole life, and I really wanted to create music from a young age i started writing actually writing hip-hop around 13 with a friend of mine just hip-hop lyrics just we had an old school drum machine his stepdad was a musician and he had one of those drum machines from the 80s and we would sit there and try to make beats on it (laughs) Uh, we didn't ever go anywhere we never really recorded a single song we were just children but uh, the the love for the music continued on through high school, and when I was in my early 20s, I started taking it a little more serious, making music, uh, writing s- lyrics, and recording hip-hop songs with friends. Yeah, I think one artists. of the first songs I heard of yours, um, I mean, for both of us, the platform initially to share shit on was MySpace, and then there was like a whatever offshoot of that it was like i want to say it was reverb nation back then or something it was something i don't remember it was some sort of music platform that we could play was it myspace directly because i remember you I had remember. a block of songs on one of them you were talking about 
it was like real real rough like like tape recorder rough like uh, uh like underground um yeah it almost sounded you like were, it was recorded on you were, cassette tape you were talking about the beach um you know it and it wasn't uh it wasn't uh tall cans and flashbacks right is that what that one's called yeah which is a sick ass fucking song one of my oh, favorite songs um just to get me started on Tom D you know if you want to do your research Tom where should they go to check yo shit out a couple uh, of places NLI as in no label independent video productions on YouTube you can find my some of my music videos on there you can just look up Abuminati yeah, uh, Abuminati, right? You have coined the phrase and created Abuminati. Yeah, I mean, no one's ever created the word before me, so... I no guess, one's said you know, that shit before you, yeah, right? We own the word. <laughs> it's our word. <laughs> there it is. Abuminati. Yeah, you you know, you can find me on there. I, I'm not on social media anymore. I kind of canceled myself away from that. Which is pretty crazy. That's fucking nuts, dude. Because I hear it's pretty addicting. That's what I hear. I don't know. I just peed right now. <laughs> I peed. And off in the lab. We're off in the lab. This is the same studio we've recorded music in for quite a few years. And it's been transformed into a podcast studio. Yeah, it's been a while since I've really gotten in a studio and recorded any music or anything. I've really been uh, putting a lot of time in at work. But uh, Would you consider yourself an artist? I At think this point. I'll always be an Are artist. Are you retired? Mm, I don't think so. There you go. Maybe just on a little hiatus. I guess it's up to you when you say, fuck it, I'm retired. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. There will come a time. I mean, I've never once been really paid for music, so it's hard to call it a career anyway. Tip jar, dude. <laughs> I just like to make music for fun, mostly. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. But even still, you've been doing it a very long time. Uh, that, yep, pretty pretty much. That's pretty badass. The song, so. Tall Cans and Flashbacks, actually wrote the verses to that song in different years. I mean, it says on yeah, the video, crazy. I actually wrote one of those verses when I was 18 years old. Yeah. And I recorded it when I was around 24, I think. Wow. So a dude named Corey Green, huh, up in Salem, Oregon? Yep, Corey Spring Green. of 2007. A.K.A. Lesson Lyricist. That's pretty fucking dope. So, uh, yeah, you know. And it, that's a good song. I really like that song. Um, I actually, which, uh, uh, I recorded that song in one take in the which, studio. Which another favorite of mine would be um, Live Strong in the same fashion. Not recorded by me. <laughs> but recorded by Nate. Um, 2011. Nathan Rogers, another good buddy of ours growing up. Um, we live up here on a small mountain, Lake Arrowhead, California. Um, and, uh, what we do like 40 minutes if you're doing like the speed limit in California to Los Angeles, which the speed limit in California would be 90 yeah, miles no, an I was going to say 90. 90. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're abiding by people, if you're following the rules, you will fucking go 90. You know, it's, it's funny because whenever I think of lyrics that I've written, Lyrics from the song Live Strong always come up in my head for some reason. I think that's my most remembered song that I remember. It always yeah. pops up in my head for some reason. That's pretty badass. Um, you just, well, you know, and also too, I think when you, you it's a, it's an artistic trait to, uh, you know, 
want to kind of recapture certain vibes, and that's a sick ass vibe, anyways. Lipstrong's a really good song. Well, thank you. Um, you know, and then so you did some infinite vision stuff too, you know, where you were with Nate, Nathan Rogers, and uh, Jesse, right? Yep, Jesse, Jesse Ward. Ward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nate was the producer for all that, that shit. Uh, well, no, mostly we had uh, a guy named Dan Kemp. Oh, that's Orange right. That's County. okay. He that's made right. Most of the beats for Infinite Vision. Dope, dope. And then Jesse Ward knew a couple other producers uh, cool. in LA that made some other beats for us. That's super dope. And then we had Andrew Grimm. He always played bass, live bass for us whenever we would do shows. And we had a good time. We used to do a lot of shows around LA and Orange County and stuff, just uh, smaller venues. And it, it was fun. It just, you know, over time we kind of all just grew apart. When it came to making music together, yeah, I think it. I think one thing that uh, I always enjoyed is just uh, you know, like the content of your music is, um, you know, I've never heard you talk about a fucking Lamborghini or like you know gold or a, a you know diamonds or like killing yourself. You know, you do <laughs> you do dabble in real issues for sure. Depression and other things are real, and you you know you definitely touched on those subjects. But I think you do it in an elegant way, and you uh, you know highlight um, some really good subjects, and uh, and you've always really stayed true to that too. You know, like fuck, man. Well, you know? thank you. You know, yeah. what what's the idea though? You you do the hip hops, so you got to keep it real. Gotta yeah, keep I that mean, shit real. I I've never experienced a life with things like Lamborghinis and uh, tons of money, so it's <laughs> yeah, kind of hard to write about something that you never had. That's the other thing. You I mean, know, it's always sure. kind of strange. For you know, sure, if you're a rapper and you're you come from nothing and that's what you rap about. Yeah, yeah, fucking. A. It seems like most people would rather hear issues that they deal with in their daily life that they can relate to. I mean, I know when I listen to hip hop music, that's what I like most about it is you can get your point across. You could be very informative. You can put a lot of uh, a lot of information into hip hop lyrics, and so and it's very influential, especially for young kids. So you should be careful what you talk about sometimes. I mean, and I think that it's more entertaining if if you really like to listen to lyrics. If someone's talking about something that you can relate to, yeah, yeah, that's always really. I think it's always a really heavy thing, especially with, when you're the writer. You're like, fuck, I gotta. I better write to relate, which is hilarious because I have come across, I mean, I think we've all heard it, you know, like dope ass artists, like fucking really sick people, like with, with sick as in like really have some talent with their art and yet their content is such bullshit and you can see right through it. You're like, dude, like, what are you talking about? You know, um, there's a lot of senseless content and, uh, with music and stuff. So, uh, you know, that's. That's <laughs> yeah, always going to remain a factor, I guess. You know. Yeah, I guess it's just the way things are. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of strange. Some yeah. people just, some people just listen to music for the beats, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, I guess really, you know, because I'm, um, you can tell I'm a little revved up about the subject. I mean, right now, right, I think right the fuck now, and I think, I think really, some people, you know, what the fuck ever, you get like really have to watch what you say with everything, you know, so. Um, before we get three people listening, I'm going to get like 20 people that anti-listen because I'm. Anyways, the number one song <laughs> in the in the fucking in the United States at least is is WAP, right? 
wet ass pussy. Right. That's wet right. ass pussy. Yeah, that's the number one song. From Cardi B. And this yeah. is, and it's about a wet ass pussy. Is there? You know, does it? Does it soften it up? I, mean, it's kinda, I haven't even given it a chance. I mean, I gave it fucking. Cancel culture accepts that. I guess this is the fucking craziest shit, right? Like yeah. this is some of the craziest part about this cancel culture stuff. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, can't, I don't want to. It's. I, I don't want to talk bad about Cardi B. I don't like talking down about other people, but. Uh, She's hard for me to deal with. I, I mean, I, I, she kind of bugs me, honestly. I just think, like, as a representation of cancel culture, you can't be, like, so openly racist and shit. But, I mean, I guess it's okay to just trash people, other people, certain people. Yeah. Who knows? In retrospect, even touching on the subject, I'll probably just yeah. remove it. You yeah, know? it's kind of, I'll probably yeah. just remove it from the podcast. Yeah, you're not even supposed to talk about it, I don't think. No, you're not. Unless you're speaking to. up. You know, against, yeah, which which isn't which isn't the thing. Which is which is. Let me point out that okay, Tom and I we have ventured down mm. to you know Hollywood together, into the uh, you know, in some of the greatest parts. I would say you know, like I fucking love some of these places we ended up. You know, yeah. like these hole in the wall clubs down there. Um, you know, playing with some other really cool artists. And we're coming from Lake Arrowhead, California, and we get shown a lot of love, man. Just uh, just a lot of good things, you know. A lot of good comes yeah. from it. Um, yeah. And so, so what we do, you know, we will place ourselves in, in what some people would call an uncomfortable situation. But to us in our lives, it's completely normal to vibe with people regardless of what they look like and what's going on, you know. I think it, it, one of the places I always talk about this, and one of the places Tom and I, we're uh, about to go on, and no joke, there's this dude just tagging up the wall on the outside of this That's place. Right, yeah. Everybody's like, kind of like, okay, like, yeah, like, I think this is okay. Like, they, what, they hire him to make some art or something, you know? <laughs> and you right. know, like sometime later, you know, the security and the, like owners of this this place, and and it in, ends up being packed. And, and there's there was still at this time, you know, pre pandemic, of course. Yeah. Uh, at this time, it was really everybody was really vibing out in L.A. Man, having a really good time. So that's where we come from with this yeah. whole whole attitude of the of the culture itself. You know, wow. because to, to us, it's absurd. And I think anybody who's actually out there living their lives. To most of us and people in these situations, um, you know, we're just vibing out, having a good time anyways. And all the, you know, I, it's, it's crazy. I think this particular time maybe presented this opportunity to um, uh, act this way, you know, to really highlight certain people. But I still haven't really seen them with my own eyes, which well, is another strange thing. I always figured that most people are genuinely good people that are just trying to go to work and survive every day and pay their bills. Uh, and that's truly what it is. I mean, most of us are just trying to get by. We're not, I don't really see anything in my life on a daily basis. That's racist or anything like that. Yeah. All right. Before I get, you know, I, I didn't mean to get too fucking, uh, you know, uh, segued. I was really, <laughs> I was, I was, I was touching on the topic of your content and your lyrics, you know, like I've heard you actually talk about heart disease in your lyrics. And then when we have somebody, you know, like a lot of people with their, uh, it's just, there's, it, it's a negative content, man. It's zero. There's zero thought behind it. Anyways, 
congratulations, Tom. I know you're staying true to that. Fuck yeah. So we moved on. We did a song called Planting Trees Together. I think that was one of our first songs. I think that was... God, dude, if, if maybe our third song we recorded together. Maybe. I think there was a there was one with like a with an old school Wu Tang beat app that I made. That was our first one. Second one I think was a song That's called right. Liberty, and then third song was That's this right. song here, and it was called Planting Trees, which is super dope. Um, I still love that song. Um, it's a really good beat. You did yeah. a good job on that. It oh, sounds yeah, yeah. like a live band playing it. Yeah, it's kind of a fun one. So planting trees, you know, and, and go to, you know, go to Tom's YouTube and check all this stuff out. Um, but I, I wanted to play, just sneak it in here. You know, this is, this is a song that, um, Tom and I recorded recently. It's called day or night and it's super sick. It really hits the chest and it's a really good song. So. Letting you know. Letting you know. Check it. The higher we get, the further we fall. The more tired we get, the longer we stall. Depression, it's a serious disease affecting more than your friends and family. When the truth is too much for us to swallow, we're left with a broken heart and feeling hollow. We follow the roads that were less meant to be. We wallow in our own self-misery, leaving impressions on those who listen. Our thoughts, their possessions, our words may glisten. Don't want to miss the experience of true bliss. What is this? Stand with an iron fist, looking pissed. Put a smile ear to ear. Tell myself, lighten up, Tom. Be thankful you are here. Be thankful you are here. Sometimes life can grab us by the balls, all the hype. Feel us like we're through four walls. Day or night, even if we don't want to, we have to step up and confront what we want to do. Sometimes life can grab us by the balls, all the hype. Feel us like we're through four walls. Day or night. Even if we don't want to, we have to step up and get far. We want to dare night. Even if we don't want to, we have to step up and confront what we want. The never is always forever again and again. When it comes to friends, we're thick and thin. I don't want to spin everything and take it down to the last drop. Non-stop, constant attack. Perhaps this is my last glimpse into my past. We're talking white trash. Rock bottom, dirty socks, in a trailer park bed. Hoping nobody at school finds out where I lay my head. But soon I'll be a man, take my life into my own hands. Nobody's thinking, hey, let's brainless them. Copy, paste, create more like fabricate a fucking world. Just bold-faced liars, a trillion desires, feeding the fire. The trillionaires block, scare me not aware we got to stand up the shots. Rain out the mountaintop, moving out in crew, blowing up the spot. Sometimes life can grab us by the balls, all the hype. Feel us like looking for walls at night. Even if we don't want to, we have to step up and confront what we want to. Sometimes life can grab us by the balls, all the hype. Feel us like we're through four walls, day or night Even if we don't want to, we have to step up and get far We want to, day or night Day or night Day or night Even if we don't want to, we have to step up and confront What we want the lower the fall, the more of the crawl. You try to walk on two feet, you fall against the wall. But then you're out, but you will be feeling to be tall. It's not about the fame or wealth, it's about the art. The more that you ask yourself, the 
must have played a part. Culture was ingrained in me from the very start. I write the best when I'm feeling distressed. I don't know if I'm blessed, but I know I love my mess. I knew insecurity, we walked hand in hand. Until it was clear to me I had to be a man. Embrace what was dear to me and really take a stand. And when I look back now, I smile and I say, wow. All the good and bad times I wouldn't turn up for anything. I've written so many rhymes and to me that mean everything. I'm overwhelmed with the concept of living. I'm in a realm and I will never stop giving. I'll never stop working. I'll never stop trying. Even when I'm lying there knowing that I'm dying. enjoyed that guitar solo you put in at the end of that that's crazy you know yeah it's, it's weird like i i, I feel like a, a strange um when i say oh that's so sick you know because i yeah i made the beat there i do all the music there tom laces the the track with the um you know with the with the flow and i was also on there i also did the second verse did a bunch of vocals that shit was dope yeah, that song. I, I I really enjoy that song. So this is this is all from like forward to the past. This is this is a, an album that is yet to come. I mean, it is it, it has come, but mainly, you know, a big part of it is just this growing and learning process. Um, I think as a as like a hip hop group. Tom's definitely super educated on this shit way more than me. I don't what would you compare like this organic kind of thing that, that has sprouted between you and I and the way we create our music in a in a hip hop way yet uh, you know I like clearly it. there's you know, it's there's fucking the way I do that, that's acoustic and all that stuff, you know. I've always enjoyed live instruments in hip hop music and that's what I like about what you and I create together. And I yeah. I know a lot of it has Sometimes has has a little bit of a a rock feel to it mixed with hip hop, which I really like. Uh, but um, yeah, I it's hard to compare it to anything else. Really, I think it's kind of original. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, well, I, yeah, I just don't know like any couple of dudes that have just like known each other forever that are like 
you know, just kind of hash the, the stuff out the way we do. I, I mean, I, I know uh, clearly there's other correlations you can draw. You can be like, you know, um, Ant and Slug and, you know, uh, the list goes on, you know, because it's like producer and artist type thing. Um, and, um, but I, I think it just, what makes us kind of stand out a lot of the time is that it's uh, a little bit more of that um, organic like alternative hip hop, I, I, yeah. 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 So we actually, I mean, I know for a fact we've had some dudes like when we're playing these these same clubs that I was mentioning. You know, there'll be like some some serious fucking like gangster rap dudes still around. You know, like that shit's still around, and they're trying to present themselves in in this uh, in this underground manner. Um, that's what it's one of the best things, you know, because you go there and there's just such a variety there. Um, and, uh, I come from this alternative rock background, you know, and, um, and then punk for punk rock and then alternative rock and then, um, you know, dabbling into hip hop and then doing all of that. Um, and then being fortunate enough to play these shows with Tom in these areas, it was just such a contrast from playing these punk rock shows. Um, there's a lot of, is this, I gotta say, I swear to God, I, I mean, I, I hope I don't offend anybody in my punk rock community and all this shit. They're like, oh, it's fucking where you were, like, you know, it was the place, and, you know, <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck you want. But, like, honest to God, these hip-hop shows, uh, these underground shows, and, and, and some of these shows that, that, that we played, there was some serious artists, very respected in the, not just local community, but complete underground community worldwide that would be headlining these shows. And the amount of love is what I'm saying. The amount of love being shown and all that shit is just through the roof. There's yeah, all, there's, I, I can't talk enough about that in that community, which really caught me off guard. Tom was probably used to it a little more, but even like, you know, like you were saying, fuck man, and we'll play to the bartender though. It doesn't really matter. You know, you're still going to give it to him. You know, um, I'm you old. and I have played to the bartender for sure. I have definitely more than <laughs> once. I've, like I've, together, uh, we've played to like four bartenders and they were like, fuck yeah, you guys are dope. <laughs> yeah that's true that's true but you know you still have they always say that to perform do your performance as if you're playing for uh you know ten thousand people or ten people or just a couple people always do your best but uh grammy in your jammies i've, I've always i've always gotten a lot of love it's from adorable from hip-hop fucking adorable hip-hop shows i've always gotten a lot of love and, and felt a lot of love at hip-hop shows it's there's not usually a lot of uh violence that goes on yeah at them i've always gotten a lot of love though coming off the stage people are caught off guard sometimes uh they don't think i am a mc i've i've had a lot of All older right, for people, people for people that don't know tom d describe yourself physically tom who do you look like like a celebrity bro <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> think i look like any celebrity there's some somebody that people know you know I'm just saying, to describe yourself physically. I uh, have a red beard. But you're a Caucasian, right? I'm you're a, a white, white dude. I'm a white dude with a red beard. Okay. You're, you're a red-headed white dude. Skinny guy with... Uh, Do skin. you have blue eyes? I have uh, green eyes. Green eyes. So light-colored eyes, pale complexion. Do you do well in the sun? I do okay oh, in the sun. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's good. It's not the worst. Fucking A. All right. I don't do so well. I'm an <laughs> Irish fellow myself. I definitely have to be careful or I will get really sunburned. Yeah. 
Well, believe it or not, putting ourselves into those situations, we are the exception most of the time, right? Wouldn't you say? They're kind of a standout oddball. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think some of the people in those places look at us are like, fuck, there's a cop. Yeah, after fucking cop most of the time after great. we perform, a lot of people come up and they'll they'll tell us how they enjoyed it's our crazy, performance. Right? I, yeah. I, I would say I'm, I'm not going to so say I haven't love. messed up before on at a live performance. I've definitely yeah, messed up so, before, dude. It's like that goes. You kind of just have to keep on going and just try to you only shake know. it off. Yeah. Only you know, dude. Uh, in the whole universe, I've had old people that Maybe don't even like hip hop on I multiple occasions. I've had old older people that have told me I don't even like hip hop after hearing your performance. Do I these same old people solicit you? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't happen too often. Not as often as you would think. But <laughs> uh, you know, like you know, for for uh... don't say it. We can't get canceled on our first episode. <laughs> You know what? No, I, well, I, I should. I was gonna say I, was, I don't think I people. Care. I was gonna be like I don't care. People care about old people, but I think clearly people care about old people. People we, care we about have, the geriatrics. We have officially shut down our world for old people because we love them and we respect them. Yeah, I. It's been a strange year. It's been a, definitely been a strange year, and I don't know if twenty twenty one is gonna be any any different. Or any yeah. better? I, I think I think it's been it a is. great opportunity to look inward and to uh, project outward a little bit better self. All right, there's my Doctor Philisms. <laughs> I'm smart. Yeah. No, I'm not smart. I'm a fucking idiot. Don't listen to what I say. Also, what I would like to do is highlight some things that people might be interested in. All right. What is that? Um, I think we should talk about. The dwindling dolphin population and how they should absolutely be put on not only an endangered list if they're not already, which I'm sure numerous are, but they should also be considered um, non-animals, but like humans. Well, they are they are aliens, right? They I mean, haven't humans. you ever seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? That's preposterous. Dude. I, I know nothing about the like ocean other than it, it's <laughs> awesome and I love to be on it and it's, it's salty. And you must be careful and respect the ocean. Absolutely. Yeah. You will drown. You will be swept away. Just like that fighter recently. Rest in peace. Who? Yeah. That fighter. That Which fighter, fighter guy that, that got swept away to sea. What fighter, dude? I don't know what you're talking like an MMA fighter. Uh, he was a he was a, a mixed martial arts fighter. I'm pretty the sure. MMA that. fighter drowns. You're saying? Yeah, his he drowned. He's, he he uh, was able to push his son to the lifeguard, I believe, and what? the lifeguard saved his son, and he got swept away in the tide. Where was this? I was down in Orange County, dude. That's fucked up. I shouldn't be um, like that. See, I clearly I have to know. erase that. That wasn't. That's no, not no. the same. Oh, person. thank God! No. Thank God! No. Okay, let's. Let, good. Okay, so I'll, his I'll name just, was. Uh, uh, and this just happened. Shad, I think. Get out of here, dude. Shad, something. Okay, this is this guy. Yeah. No. No. This was different. This was. Uh, are you talking about like the local dude? Yeah, I think he was, he was, yeah, right there. Right there. Where? 
What the Shad? Oh, this uh, feller. Oh, no, dude. Okay, this was a WWE oh, guy. okay. He was a wrestler. Oh, my gosh. Go. Really? But oh, still, man, awful. you know, I mean. Dude, I swear to God. Okay. I mean, that guy was probably in really good shape dude, in the ocean. Okay, still, so, still got him. I waited. <laughs> you waited a pretty, a fairly long time before having a son. So, you know, you give it a fair shake, and I think you become a little bit cold, you know, you start getting older, especially without children. So, and I hate, you know, I hate to be that guy. He's fucking everybody with kids or with dogs. It's like, oh, fucking fuck you, I got a dog. And it's not the same. It's not the fucking same. Your cat's not the same as your two-year-old. Babysitting's not the same. Um, once you have it, your whole shit changes, you know. But anyways, with that perspective, every time I hear a story about, like, a dude, like, and his kid, i just like, I didn't expect that, too. Yeah, it's really sad. I'm just like, oh, God, oh, God. You know, so I got to stay away it's from so it. so sad, yeah. But here it is, you know. Like, too man, bad. Shad Caspar dies, found in Whoa. Venice Beach, Los Angeles, after he went missing while swimming with his son. 39-year-old got caught in a riptide. And then, you know, that's why I don't swim out into the ocean. <laughs> he was with his 10-year-old. He was with his 10-year-old you know. son. He drowned in the ocean. Okay, yeah, we get that. Jesus, okay. Well, there we go. That's some sad stuff, Tom. Yeah, that yeah, we'll try, really let's, let's try to get it on a more positive. Okay. So eventually, subject. after Infinite Vision, you moved on. Tell me about Abuminati, where it came out. You know, this is like this inside creation of you. I, and, this, dude, you got to give – okay, so these type of creations aren't normal, okay? It's quite unique for a person to come up with a concept and then come up with artwork and then create all this stuff and have all these ideas and have content and all of this stuff. So Abuminati, you know, it sounds pretty straightforward. I, I'm sure a lot of us can imagine where you came up with it or how, but I mean, yeah, I, maybe not. Fuck. Let's I, see. I Let's... honestly don't even remember yeah, what I was is. thinking when I came <laughs> I up with the know, word. Man. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> Illuminati, Abuminati, yeah. uh, Bass Goes Boom. I, yeah. I mean, the word naughty yeah. spelled out. I I don't know. I kind of thought that it seemed catchy when yeah. I came up. Even with the, it. yeah, the spelling yeah. It all, and I it thought all that is it was like unique this, and and, uh, and kind of catchy, and people would remember it. So I thought it would be a cool name for a song. And uh, we created a song, and then it kind of became the name of the album, and then it kind of just became the name of the hip hop group. Cause, well, uh, okay, so it wasn't even before that. Like it was like. And I remember making the song, and you made the beat, and we recorded yeah. the song, and then it's dope. It kind of—I just figured, you know what? We should just call ourselves a Boominati because no. people will remember that. Yeah. And and Do most you, people say, "Hey, that's a cool." You got name. a seat for Gotti? Yeah. Picking up Capone in a brand new Ferrari, something like that. Yeah, a Boominati. You know? And I and I never even performed that song live or anything. It's, yeah, it's a song I that I don't even hardly remember the lyrics to. I mean. Exactly, you you just took my word for it. Well, that's funny too because you recorded so many fucking songs that a lot of them you'll hear and be like, "Oh my god, oh yeah, I do remember that." So yeah, we came um, out with the album in 2015, and I think it was it was it was cool. pretty good. I really liked five years ago Fra yeah. everything that Frankie did on it. I feel like I could have done a little better on some of my my lyrics, but uh, I, all in all, I thought it was a pretty good album. Yeah, we did have some really good songs on it, including that song "Planting Trees." Yeah, I think, and, yeah, uh, still, even so to this day, I do, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say a song called Unity, you know, we Fuck try to yeah, Unity. touch on things like that, and uh, mm -hmm. 
I've always tried to rap about real life and everything, but also try to be positive and, and bring positivity to people because I I haven't always been the most positive person. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, no, dude. You're a fucking deep dude, Tom. You're a deep guy. I've gotten to know you. You know, I've got what I would think to a multi... Uh, dimensional sides of you that probably a lot of people don't know and you with me as well you know um, I think w- w- a great thing about knowing it, God dude I was trying to pinpoint when exactly I met Tom but I mean Tom would know a little better probably because you would know when because you moved up to the mountains right up to the hills because I lived up here my whole life yeah I mean my I moved up here with my we're family about, when like, I was in first grade age. first grade and well, I don't remember meeting Did you Frank. go to VOE? Yeah. Okay. And I don't remember meeting no, you. Yeah, I just kind of remember are... you were always around, and I was always around because we... That's kind of weird. I mean... I was going to say, like, maybe, like, Troy Williamson and, like... Uh, or Bidwell, you mean? Maybe even Bidwell. Like, yeah, like these people, like these kids way back in the days. I don't remember. Yeah, but anyways, I, I mean, again, I what, can't remember. One of my ear- earliest standouts to Tom, and Tom probably knows the story... And I'm gonna reach for him a bag of tricks but man I, dude we were just fucking kids like 12 years old but I knew Tom Tom was like the thing I loved about where we grew up okay we grew up in the mountains but it was like kind of like the ghetto and it's like ghetto in a <laughs> sense of our, our mentality for sure okay and, and uh, the kids were probably a problem in retrospect and still probably are you know like but, but the um the mindset we had, I don't think it was a problem. It was just, you know, we were really uh, set against authority, that's for sure. Anyways, I remember I was, uh, I, I got dropped off the bus, went to a couple buddies' house, but we would go down to this, you know, everybody would go down to the fucking McDonald's. Still to this day, there's a centralized McDonald's. It's right across the street from the A Burger. The A Burger's way to better. Thank God, just reopened. Liz's daughter. So everybody says she's way oh, too nice. She's too nice. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Liz was. <laughs> it's like, she, yeah, Liz is like super rude, but she would give you her shirt. She'd be like, yeah, here you go. Sometimes yeah. if she, you know, if you caught her on a good day, she might give you a free root beer, root beer float yeah, or something. I, dude, I remember just sitting on that bench in front of the A burger and getting, you know, having her just give me a cheeseburger. You know, and then just to do that's a big deal. Yeah, she would do that. She would. She's a sweet gal. Anyways, anywho, I just remember Tom and and I. We were outside. We both of us had converged outside of the uh, the McDonald's, the fucking McDonald's, and whatever had transpired before was clearly illegal because Tom wasn't allowed to be there. Tom was not allowed to be at that McDonald's. (laughs) That shit was illegal. He was not allowed to be there. So, what happened? was I'm sitting there and the fucking sheriff rolls up and I was like already like jumpy because I was like on probation and stuff. They knew me and it's like up here in the mountains you get as a kid you get put on probation for like punching people in the face or like doing just stupid shit, you know, like stuff that probably the law shouldn't be involved in because we could be reprimanded in different ways. Just my opinion, whatever. Anyways, the police roll up and Tom is, you know, like this guy, this cop fucking gets out and he's like, um, 
Right. He's like, he's like, is, is one of you Thomas D'Addario? And Tom goes, Tom goes, yeah, I mean, my name's Thomas. Uh, but I, I mean, you were giving him the name, but I, I can't remember what you, you, do you remember what you were saying? You were just saying like D'Addario or D'Addario. I, I, uh, I, it was honestly like I completely a pan remember pan that it was a fucking another, pan. another, we were actually in high school and another high school, uh, kid had recently, beaten up another kid at the bus stop <laughs> and then we all walked down to the okay, mcdonald's this the, wait 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 is we this all the story this, this is, is yeah, yeah. and then we all walked down at to the, the mcdonald's yeah, no okay. no because well, no that's not why i'm not allowed at the mcdonald's okay no. we'll get to that later sorry about that <laughs> so, okay <laughs> we all walked down to the mcdonald's and the cop pulled up and we all figured that the cop was pulling up for, for the, the, the guy that just oh, beat okay. up the other high school kid was that when fucking ronnie fucked yeah. up dude yeah, oh so i mean deep shit so we figured he was we're like oh you're going up the cops coming to get you and when he got out and asked for me i mean we were all just blown away and uh he actually arrested me right yeah for sure no i know okay but do you remember the the, the back and forth though because it was hilarious and it was the the most ridiculous the madness of the entire thing is that the reason why i wasn't allowed at the mcdonald's wasn't even my fault it was the fault of another person and i was blamed for it is it like catch it Ketchup packets being thrown, something, or some shit. something stupid some like that. Stupid and shit. It wasn't even me. I remember. And, my, and the friend, uh, I and, and when I wasn't when there, the, the, like a big, thick manager uh, dude came out and was like pointed you out. And you're yeah. like, dude, it wasn't me. Yeah, and, and then the, the guy that actually did it, the, the guy that actually car. did it, admitted to it and said it was me. Son it was of me, a, it doesn't and matter, right? It doesn't take matter. His word for it. Not in Crestline Roadside Cop Court. When you're growing up in uh, a town like Crestline, California, if you're getting on the wrong side of the cops at, dude, at a I young age, you won't, PTSD from the cops, you won't dude. be able to escape it That's for the rest right. of your... Uh, I don't want to dabble in that, I, though. I, I couldn't escape police, it though. from at my 15, age now. I, I do wholeheartedly as, respect the police. I pol- I, I, I Much love really to all of our boys in blue, okay? Don't, I don't, yeah, I don't want to go down that road. No, no. At that I, age, at this age, I did probably that's deserved. What we want to reiterate. I probably deserved everything as a teenager. I wasn't the nicest kid. Dude, you were that. fucking, it, so. dude. There's, it's one of my favorite parts about you. Okay, I don't know. You could call it what you want, integrity or just downright. You know, um, you can attribute it to probably you being a fiery ass redhead, dude. But you, you take very little shit, Tom, and it's it's a very cool thing. Um, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's few people with standards like that still, you know, that'll be like fucking what's up, you know, like, people, uh, I think that people should respect one even, another. Even, <laughs> even at a young age. But I think what's funny about a pe- person like that, and you can agree to, because on the same way, dude, I think, uh, you coined it years back. You're just like, Oh, you're a psycho too. Like we're going to get along great. You know, like we're fucking insane people. So, um, it's, it's kind of a, the, the, the mentality of, of growing up in a town like Crestline in the 90s like we did oh, it being God, right there right too. above oh, the man. town of San Bernardino where like I mean in the city of San Bernardino especially in the 90s you know the more the meaner you were the better the cooler the right. better you well, were well yeah i mean yes, i mean and you're not in San and in County, Crestline San Crestline was a working class town in the mountains and everybody had that same type of mentality and uh so there's a lot of good people in the town, and there's a lot of people that stay away from stuff like that. But there's also a lot of a lot of troublemakers in in, in the town, you know. And there still is, but it's still a nice place to live. Yeah, no, it's dope. 
for sure. But you I know think what? We had a fucking blast. Growing, it, it was like, yeah. Yeah, oh. I wanted to say, growing up up there definitely influenced me as an artist. I definitely know that I wouldn't be the artist I am today if it wasn't for growing up in that town when I did, with around surrounding myself with the people that I did. Yeah, I think, dude, numerous times I was like, I would tell myself, walking around Lake Arrowhead, walking around uh, Lake Gregory, walking around our mountain, um, sometimes on mushrooms maybe, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but anyways, always reminding myself that there's an infinite sort of source of inf- inspiration from this place. Like, it's crazy. An infinite source. And, uh, man, it's it's so funny. I just remind me, remember that. I was, like, obsessed with this idea. I would do it all the time. I would, it was like a positive affirmation. It's probably why I'm so obsessed with creating art, really, which was hilarious. I've never really pinpointed that. haven't had too much time to think about it. But then again, I never started a podcast before. Holy sheep shit. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so basically what I'm, uh, what, you know, what I'm getting to is, is I, I remember so many times I would just, uh, look up to the sky through the trees and, and just kind of let go of whatever fucking bullshit was going on and tap into this artistic let go, this artistic, like getaway, you know, um, growing up also another thing about Crestline is there's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of poor people. We live in the sticks. And, you know, I was a one in a family of six in a little one-bedroom house. But it was still a good time. We got by on love. Dirk, it's Blurka, you know. Had to sit in line at the white church for a, a block of butter. For a, <laughs> for a fucking yeah, for a thing of I cheese. I'm laugh. dead it's serious, truth, I dude. Laugh. It's yeah. Truth, yeah. No, it was real deal. Uh, but, man, it was just such a good time. Wouldn't trade it for anything. I'm still up here. So, fuck. I still, uh, you know. Still want to stay. Um, gonna raise my family. Probably not up here. Probably not in this state. Who knows, man? Gonna bail out real soon if shit starts going on, keeps going the way it's going. Yeah, I kind of, we, th- we talk about that more and more often. I think a lot of people have been touching on that subject yeah. in their families. Well, dude, and, you uh, know, <sighs> dude. all right. While we're all busting our ass every day and not commenting on shit and not talking about stuff, you know, like straight up blue collar Americans, which is literally what I am. I wear a fucking blue collar every day and I address like numerous construction issues every day. But anyways, you know, we're going about this, watching this all unfold and there's this slice that's uh, being allowed to fucking move in, you know, and there's this under... Um, I, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I've kind of stepped out, so I don't know what really what's going on. But all I do know is that there's a lot of fucking weirdo fuckers being let out, you know, or, or, or around doing some crazy shit. Yesterday, you know, two fucking cops got blasted on in their car. Down in Compton. You know, this, this, these yeah, random that's... occurrences happen. We can always say that, oh, like, crazy people always shoot people and cops and stuff, you know, oh, two weeks ago, you know, that black guy shot the kid and like, you know, like, basically what we need to do is flip the fucking narrative, the positivity, instead of this negative bullshit all the time that was shoveled down our fucking faces, we all need to collectively, as human beings, switch the narrative to positive. You know, because we're stuck on negative. We love it, man. I, I mean, you and I, I, I mean, I think we can talk negatively for a long time, just like we could talk positively, you know. Um, that's a, like a, a versatility that's good, but like, oh, yeah, uh, I think in, in, in general, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think uh, 
there's definitely an agenda behind of everything that's going on right now, in my opinion. I I don't think it's right for people to be attacked if they're trying to eat lunch at a restaurant by some people that they don't even know just because of what they look like. I mean, yeah, nobody really knows what anyone else has been through if they don't know outside, that person. Outside of anything. You know? and so it's, I mean, I, I don't see any positivity coming from just more negativity. Okay, like the mass majority of fucking people, right? I, and that's, who are the people that say that that kind of stuff is even reasonable? And they, well, clearly there's a whole crowd. But the, like you said, right? I mean, well, people being this is what I mean. so, and so, assaulted so, and uh, riots. Okay. People, in this aspect, businesses being burned do you, the do, you, I mean, do you have a theory for what's going on here? Do you know what the fuck? Is going on behind those people? Are these people being paid I don't, I, collectively? I don't know. Are they being tallied like it's they're a, saying? It's a, it's a really. St- I mean, it's. Possible. Do you know anything about it? Because I don't, Tom. I'm dead serious. Like I, I, I have removed myself from it. There was a point well, where I was I getting mean, pretty think riled up, in, and I wanted to like, look into uh, like every, everything. You there's know, probably nothing on paper saying that any of those people are being paid, but they say there's yeah instigators out there. I mean, That's what I hear too. I, you know, the, you don't see that where we live, and in the city of San Bernardino, one of the one of the most Dude, impoverished cities in America. You don't insane. see. I mean, they rioted so, one night, and that was it. And, bro, and you they don't really see riots. Fucking or, arrested twenty two people that night, or something, right? The statistics of the San Bernardino riot. Which blows me away about San Bernardino too, because this fucking dude, we're this is a no fucking. This is the wild, wild west out yeah, here. It Dead is. fucking serious. It, it always has been. It really is and it always has been, dude. Um, you, every day we're hearing about this shit going on. It's, it's uh, you know, if it's not just as bad, it's not a fucking competition also, by the way. You know, it doesn't make us more cool or more validated in any way to say that, ooh, we have more crime than Chicago. But I mean, really, statistically, I think we're up there. And anyways, like, it's just, um, okay, 22 fucking people get arrested in this riot. That was supposedly happening. The way they filmed it was fucking ridiculous. This is right down at the bottom of fucking the mountain. The couple of stores that got yeah, raided. Yeah, they yeah, left Del strange, Taco alone. Yeah. They left the liquor store alone. They left Chevron alone. Like these. They, they well, really, I know one... really were very picky. Anyways, 22 people throughout the city of San Bernardino got arrested. They shut down the whole little uh, downtown area. You know, closed off all the freeways and all that shit. And then um, they're all from out of town. Not one fucking person is from San Bernardino County. Not one person is from San Bernardino City. So, like, everybody that they're arresting, that are rioting in our fucking town, which is crazy to me. Well, yeah, because, like, so I mean, many that just goes dudes, to show that some the of these fucking people down there, they would murder somebody without even thinking if they were like, you came into San Bernardino to trash our city. You were arrested. <laughs> And you don't fucking live here. Yeah. So what are you... It, it's so weird that they were even here. And it didn't catch on. And maybe they thought it would catch on in a city like San Bernardino. But they're like, no. <laughs> like, listen, we're pretty poor. And, like, we can't continue to trash our shit because it's just here. It's well, in the poorest there was, areas. There was definitely at least one Mexican restaurant in San Bernardino that got destroyed where the people were going to have a lot of hard time trying to rebuild. Yeah, you know, stuff like yeah, that. I it mean, I don't understand... Sucks destroying family businesses that people spent their whole lives trying to build and it's well, really, it really <laughs> is quite sad i mean i don't even know what to say about portland they've been rioting for three and a half four months now i mean i don't i, I don't see how 
why it could last so long, but it has, I mean, to the point where they hardly even talk about it anymore. It's almost like it's just become an everyday thing. It's really weird. I don't know what's going on. And then now all the fires, now all these fires going on, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's kind of strange that all the the fires started, seems like some of them may have been started by people. I was just looking at the fucking maps for that stuff, dude. It is crazy, dude. The smoke is pretty intense. I mean, the smoke goes all the way to Texas, I think. It I think the, right the smoke in the north goes all the way over to, like, maybe Montana or something like that. Yeah. The, and, the, I mean, I've never in my entire life ever seen smoke the way it is. I mean, the whole sky is filled with smoke for over a week now. And if you go down to Redlands or San Bernardino or anywhere in Southern California, mainly, besides maybe the high desert... Dude. All you see is smoke. It's, it's, it's fucking crazy. hard to breathe, man. It's and tough. then, and then I was—I recently saw on on the news they were talking about Salem, Oregon, where that 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 air is so bad there. It's basically hazardous. It's at the hazardous level. So yeah. I mean, you're you're taking a risk just breathing. Yeah, it's, it's in tough. Salem, Oregon. I mean, I've never. I mean, there's it's pretty it's pretty scary that there's fires all the way down the west coast. Yeah, my brother was, uh, I was just talking to him, he's uh, a supervisor for like a wildland firefighter team up there in Washington, so I mean, obviously they're just super fucking busy, you know, like really, really busy, Um, but yeah, it's it's super wild, dude, I mean, look at these fucking maps, dude. Yeah, we're going on a road trip in three and a half weeks all through through the north, so I mean, we're going to probably hit a lot of fire weather, and I mean, we might have some detours we have to take, I'm not sure, but we're Dude, one thing, okay, back to our other subject, okay, so it's a heavy subject, subjects are heavy, the talking points are so heavy, you know, oh yeah, it's so fucking hard to hear people talk about stuff, but, um, okay, so me and my family, we recently toured around the whole country in a 1982, I believe. Toyota Dolphin motorhome. No air conditioning. It was fucking amazing. It was such a good trip. It was so... Okay, we did this at the height of the pandemic, you would say. Pandemic? How do you pronounce this thing? Pandemic. Is it a pan? Is it a pin? Pan, I think. Okay, pandemic. At the height of it, you know? And um, so we were like, okay, let's isolate ourselves. Let's put ourselves in a bubble and we're going to take off. We're going to hit, you know, as many states as we can. We went from here to Texas to Louisiana. From Louisiana, we went all the way up to Niagara Falls. From Niagara Falls, we went to, uh, um, you know, uh, Mount Rushmore. From Mount Rushmore, we went to Zion, you know. So, anyways, we toured around the country. And um, the the cities were amazing, okay? They were great, but they're the only place where you feel uncomfortable in this country. They're the only place where you feel like some shit's going to pop off. And only yeah. if you put yourself right in the, in the craziest spot. And I have a knack of really just placing myself right in downtown of the city because why not? That's where you want to go if you're going to see a place. But that's right. also where you're going to see some, some shitty shit. And you can call it a right, left, bold, whatever thing. But what it is is because America is a melting pot. And, and the beautiful thing about us is that, you know, we have so much, you know, variation, so much difference. It's been said a trillion times. This is not a new concept. It's probably, you know, preaching to the choir. Probably most people that want to listen to me talk, I would hope, you know. Some of us share a lot, a, lot, a lot of like views. But anyways, the beauty about where we're at is just, you know, everybody can um, say things. And uh, it's been my experience growing up 
from, you know, in the 90s and, and throughout most, mostly how it's been is that you can have a different, different opinion and you can voice that opinion and that's okay, but it's really freaking taking a turn, you know, and people are just, and I think it is with the pandemic. People are just really freaking the fuck out. They don't know what to do. And obviously these people are obviously not career people, you know, these aren't. Blue collar dudes like you and I. There must be college kids and people that don't have to work. Maybe we should highlight that Frank and Tom, the blue collar show. Yeah. I've I've always worked. Because that's another important thing. (laughs) That's another thing about us is, yeah, we have, we've always worked. Whether one of our families always worked. Whether literally be go out and dig a fucking trench to put some food on the table or, you know, work hard in in another way to educate yourself. Tom has educated himself to better his life for his family, you know, taking courses so that he could enter a different career. And, and, you know, like this type of stuff is available to us and everyone. And, and it's, it's just, uh, it's a beautiful thing. And fucking, I don't even know what I'm roundabout talking hey, you about. Know, anyway, I'm, I was going you... from the cities and anyways, the joy that I had about touring around the country, it was just amazing because it was such a beautiful place. Even in the fucking height of the pandemic, it was nothing but great experiences for us. We always had a place to park that thing, always had a place to stay. Everybody was hospitable. Um, and, you know, God bless America. I'm a fucking patriot, man. <laughs> what can I say? I've always. Holy moly. I've always enjoyed road trips. I'm not a fucking Republican and I'm not a fucking Democrat, but I, I love my country, you know, because I, I, you know, also been fortunate enough to tour around the world, to go around the world, to take myself. I say tour, but I may I take myself around the world, take my wife, my, my family. My wife's taken me a couple times. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm married up. I did the right things. Well, <laughs> no, married up. Yeah, but there it is. Fucking look at man. It's, it's shit's crazy right now, but it's, it's really good to uh, to have a buddy to talk to and to have uh, you know somebody a fellow artist you know, and I I think uh, you know um, Tom has a, a massive um, catalog. Another reason why we always linked up, you know, and uh, you'll come to find out, you know, like I have a massive fucking catalog. It's just it's an obsession. Oh, yeah. and it, you can always put it down, but it still remains an obsession. Um, Frankie's got a lot, a lot, a lot of music. I, I've got a, quite a few songs that I've never even released. There's a lot of music that I have that you can't find. I should probably put it online and make it available to people. Maybe one of these days I'll get around to that. Uh, I also wanted to say that up here on this mountain where we all grew up, there is a lot of talented people. There's a lot of talented musicians up here, and it's a unique place. So uh, like beyond, talented, I'm, I've man. always Some been surprised that there yeah, isn't dude, more Jesus. people that haven't become more known in the music industry yeah. and in the music scene because there's a lot of talent. Dude, we're all homely mountain fucks. Yeah. No, that's that's you know it's, it's a it's a awful, it's a unique place it? to live. I think it's yeah. a places like this give people inspiration. Yeah. No, that sounds terrible. That's really <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean it like that. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, I did. Well, (laughs) no, you know what, dude, fucking taking that leap is a scary, scary thing. And I think a lot of us, dude, we another great thing about the mountains, dude, it's like it gave us like beautiful wives. 
So a lot of us, we're all artists <laughs> up here, and then we have this this girl that we met like fucking twenty years ago. You know that we're like, oh, we love her so much. Yeah, we gotta make, we gotta pay our bills, and so we, we can't tour just around the world. Oh, yeah. I, I never, mean, I'm not saying like it's their fault or whatever. We never dropped everything and you know and dedicated a hundred percent of everything to it, you know? dude. I mean. I've always had always had a full time job to pay my bills, so I've never I've never given it my all, you know. And then once I became a dad, it, yeah, it became even more apparent. No, I'm just fucking working. around. Of course, <laughs> clearly we were. Yeah, exactly. You 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 have the choice to make priority priority. Um, I think everybody saying, you know, knows to to become a, like a worldwide artist, you got to be like super. Your circle has to be so small. It's just like inside your own head. And and you, if you're lucky enough to have a producer and then you get a manager and you go on the road and you fucking tour around and you're just miserable and everybody's like, you know, fucking makes fun of your shit and you're just like manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I'm not even doing a lie. I, if I can make music doing it, I'd probably do it. Of course, of course. If I, can, dude, if I can make geez. money, if I can make money doing it. Yeah, I'd I'm just being it, funny or whatever. You, I'm just talking. But no, you know, I'd, whatever. I'm not just talking, dude. I've fucking been around, dude. This ain't my first rodeo. Well, at what point do you become uh, <laughs> too old, you know? <laughs> See, dude, that's the fucking thing. That's all inside your head, right? Isn't it? It's I totally so. all inside your head. Dude, I, I just, uh, uh, like comedians, they won't hit until they're like 45, 50 years old. Some comedians oh, yeah. never hit. <laughs> it's true. Some, like some, you know, you know, some actors. Funny, you see some actors out there that are really famous, but it's like, oh, I never saw that person as a young actor. Right. I, you only ever saw him as an older actor. Like he must have never gotten. He or she must have never gotten two chains until man. they were two chains. Like yeah, my uh, two chains, thirty six. I, I don't know much about. So any like thirty six years old, probably right when when he hit. I don't really when know. Did, I don't know. Did, Probably. What did he get famous for? Some bad reference. I think dude. he was God a YouTube, bless him. God bless YouTube him rapper, and his family, right? and God bless everybody that has to do anything with him. I'm not. I would never say nothing about. I'm not him. saying anything Two bad chains. at all about Two Chains. Much respect. But like, it's just. I don't know, man. <laughs> but I know, I know. Anyway, what you do. And uh, I know he made it at a later age. But yeah, okay. So, yeah, you just do what you do. You don't do it. Uh... I've I've always had an interest in, in thought, uh, okay entertaining. I took a pause. That, that was a legit pause. Making music or acting or doing a podcast or any of it. I've always. That's the other thing too. I didn't even get into that. Okay, so a couple of your videos, dude. They're like fucking long, dude. They're like twenty four minutes long. So there's well, another there's one that. that's twenty four minutes long. One another one's like twelve. I I so, I, uh, I always wanted to act, you know. So most here, make, make most little, people, dude, little that skits. like do this type of shit. They'll like release like three things, but in their pocket, they'll have like forty. Is that the same case with you? Do you have just a bunch of shit that you're just like, nah? But it's there. A bunch of music. Well, I mm -hmm. know that we have that, but like videos. Maybe there, one or two. There, there's, there is there are, something to get excited a, about? There's a couple videos that I've never, never fully uh, wrapped up and, and released. There's definitely a couple out there. One of these days, I'll I'll get around to it. Hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, whatever, dude. No fucking rush, man. I mean, most people don't yeah. listen to my videos or watch them anyway. So. <laughs> 
it's not that big of a deal. But if you do want to check any of my mu my music videos out, you can go to NLI Video Productions at YouTube or just type in Abuminati. Wait, wait. You're, so you're just shamelessly plugging yourself in, in the Frank and Tom show. Oh. No, no, no. This is the Tom episode. I apologize. Hey. <laughs> Throughout the course of this episode, uh, we have had a good conversation about many different things. And um, Frank will lose track. Well, it always seems like it goes by so fast. You know, there's so much to touch on. We probably could have got into a, it a little more in depth, but that's okay. Yeah, we had a good conversation. Episode one, Thomas Dedario. Is that I don't Dario? Yeah, yeah. That's, Is that right? Hey, that's it's always been. That's I don't want to name. How I was always told it. Was I don't want to name. It is Dario. I'm not. So my okay. dad told me. I don't want to name shame anybody, dude. Ever. No, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I don't get shamed too easily. No, 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 I, no. I would never cancel you, Frank. No. no, but you're a man of principle, and you'll put your fucking foot down. I want. I want to believe I would. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all right. Some my big mouth has definitely gotten me into trouble in my life. All right. Well, we'll, we'll allow some other time to, um, you know, dabble on those other issues. Uh, we are uh, just at a good good mark. You know, two hours, and um, we're gonna exit out with one, one hour. Right? Is it only one? Uh, I think we've been here for an hour. Yeah. Fuck, see, this is another thing that's going to happen. Listen, Tom's going this by is fast. how I am, okay? Going this by is fast. the way I am. This is the way I was born, and I expect everybody else to just understand, okay? It's only been one hour, Frank. It's only been one. But it's been a damn good hour. I think Frank Jr. is and I hear uh, my baby looking boy, for daddy. My little scrunch. All right, Tom. It's been a good first episode. I think one hour is is really sweet. Yeah. But I wanted to to exit out on another one of yo on, uh, yo tracks, dude. Oh yeah, um, sounds good. Sounds good. It was and really it's one great of, talking to you. Yeah, you too, man. And it, it, it this is just an, uh, another one of my favoriteest ever. It's called Planting Trees. Um, I produced the song. I recorded it with like a Fender guitar, and then you know um, I like to use like a natural snare just by itself, and like different things to add acoustic elements. I don't have like a whole thing, but I use you know the MIDI recorded on Logic. Anybody that knows anything is gonna know what I'm talking about, okay? And if you don't know anything, you're not gonna know, bro, okay? <laughs> it's secret producer stuff, man. It's only stuff that guys that produce songs know about, dude, okay? I use jam packs, dude. I open them up and I fucking like create, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be like insane. What? Okay, COVID-19 passes. Yeah. As soon as COVID's done, we're going to start rocking. Here it is. All right. Listen up. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good night. Episode one. Yo. You know what I do? I'm going to 
I'm not shot, so I gotta turn it downtown. Yeah, my crew shot a video or two with my brother Drew. Got some tall cans for the sake of getting buzzed. Love around the city, showing homeless people love. Jesse smoking bread, saying time I'm getting tall back. Making in the end in a different type of format with Borat. With some different type of players. Mixing fucking dollars with them groovy bombs. See us, let's beat the time. See us, look out for alligators. We shine, we get to make it real clear for people. Because the rums are never hard. 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 Because the rums are never hard.